Welcome to the Babble Room, the podcast where we babble on about the things that fascinate us and hopefully fascinate you too. Hello and welcome back to the Babble Room for another episode on astrology. Yay! My, yay! My name is Amelie and I'm joined with Megan. Hi everyone. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. I have a question for you. Yes. What are you reading lately? What am I reading lately? I am currently reading two books. Uh, the first one I'm reading are the complete works of Emily Dickinson. And the second one I'm reading is The Paris Apartment by Lucy Foley. I have no idea what that is. So one's a thriller and the other one is a book of poetry. Because you need balance nice. in your life. Absolutely. I agree. What are you reading? I've been reading your bird chart. Oh my god, I walked right into that one. Drop the mic. Yes, that was my lousy joke of the week. I love it. <laughs> But we are back into the whimsical world of astrology. Um, just a quick reminder that if you are as confused as my co-host is when I use terms like cardinal signs, planets that falls into houses, degrees, MC, ascendant, north node, south node, please have a listen to last week's episode as it will clear everything up for this one. I honestly feel like I should have re-listened to it right before going into this because you said those words and some of them I remembered, which mm -hmm. is a lot. And then some of them you said and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to take notes. No, fair, like, fair enough, because some of them are uh, stuff that I'm going to talk today. Okay, perfect. So I'm not a bad student. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you, you remember quite well. Perfect. <laughs> Now, let's do a brisk recap on last week's episode in case you missed it or if you skipped it just because you're an already an astrology uh, savant, savant, or savant. whatever it's called. <laughs> savant. Savant. Um, we talked about the very basics of astrology, and it goes like this. Astrology is the science of questioning circumstances between our solar system placements at the time of birth, right? Yes. All right. There's 88 known constellations, and the zodiac focuses on 12 of them. Yes. The signs are e yeah. The signs are equally divided between elements, qualities, and energy. Yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't know if you. I didn't know if me like saying yes, I remembered after everything was annoying you or not. So I stopped. I will keep going. No, that's fine. A little side note, by the way, just I just want to clarify the so-called qualities of the signs because we stumbled on that last week. So listen, I thought it was a four dummies class. It was clearly a four smart dummies, and I was not a smart dummy. <laughs> no, but I want to clarify it. So, do you remember what the qualities are? No, not even no, okay. a little bit. It's fine. listen. It's fine, honey. I'll tell you. <laughs> So <laughs> the different qualities are the cardinal signs, the fixed signs, and the mutable signs. Oh, wait. Yes, I do remember this. Okay, it's all coming back to me now. Okay, so cardinal signs being the initiator, trendsetters, and leaders. Fixed signs being debaters, researchers, and hard workers. Mutable signs are um, old souls, teachers, and the flexible ones because they are mutable, I guess. So, Yeah. So that's my little like side note about it because uh, we had a little bit of a hard time last week on that. <laughs> that that is you being very kind, very kind. 
<laughs> Listen. <laughs> I tried. I tried so hard. It did not work. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So each science is also ruled by a particular planet in our in our solar system. Sorry. And some of them are ruled by two. Mm-hmm. And finally, we quickly looked into the houses that represent certain areas of life. Mm-hmm. Those are found when reading a birth chart. Yes. Oh, and I, wait, I forgot. What you also missed is Meg's confusion throughout oh. the whole <laughs> Listen, I tried so hard. But honestly, I... I I, I got some of it and like when we finished the episode I was like oh I think I I kind of understand it and then a few days went by and I was like you know what no I don't I, re- I really don't and I tried to remember <laughs> in preparation for this recording and I was like yeah no that didn't stick it really did I tried I took notes but then I lost I lost my notes so or so that she said <laughs> Actually, they were, you know what? They were in this uh, in this notebook that I'm pointing really? to. Um, oh, yeah. I see it. On the yeah. screen. Proof. Mm-hmm. Okay, so actually these are my work notes, so please don't look. But I um, <laughs> I was planning a baby shower for a colleague at work. And once it was planned, I ripped out those pages from my notebook because I didn't need them anymore. And unfortunately, oh, <laughs> the astronomy notes were also taken out of that notebook so i'm so sorry okay that's that's all right you you show me the you show me the notebook so proof of a good student listen i try i thrive on being a good student listen i'm a burnt out former gifted child okay (laughs) i need the validation it's okay you're a good student i know you're a good student thank you i know you i trust you (laughs) Trust me, just not enough to know anything about astrology. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay, sorry. I have distracted you. Please, let's get into it, because I have no idea what we're talking about today, except that it's astrology. Part two. All right. Yeah, all right. So, welcome to Astrology 101, part two. Two, which is about birth charts. Yay! I'm actually so excited about this because you kept referring to it last time and I had no idea what it was. And I am convinced. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit. I hope I understand what it means by the end of this. But my goal is to not be as confused as last time. I'm positive <laughs> that you will understand stuff. I do you not. don't sound positive. Maybe, maybe not. No, but like maybe not everything, but like the, the most, most like things. the big picture. If I can understand the big picture yeah, yeah. and come out of this mm-hmm. and be like, oh, okay, this means this and that means that. And like whenever I hear a term, like it'll make a little bell ring in my head. Not that I'll know what it is, but it'll sound familiar. Like I'll be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 We'll try. See? I'm like I'm growing confident about it. First of all, what do we need to know in order to have a birth chart done? You need the hour you were born. And the only reason I know this is because you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's not the only thing that you need, but yes. That is the one thing that I know that you need. What, what is the, like, okay, let's say, what is the first thing that you would need in order to have your natal chart done? Well, your birthday. Yeah. So date date of birth is primordial (laughs) to that. Okay, so I would say it's your birthday. And 
obviously yeah. the time you were born because you asked me what time I was born. And I would say if it's if I'm going off of my knowledge from last time, and it is about the position of the sky in relation to where you are, I would say you need to know where mm-hmm. I was born. Exactly. So you'll need the exact location where you or someone you want to find chart about is born because of the time zone and latitude and longitude. Um, yeah, that word. <laughs> I was just like, what, what the hesitation yes. of, do I want to go for this? Nah. I was just like, I don't know how to pronounce it. So I was just like, I, w- I will wait for her to say it. <laughs> so, yes. Um, and also, yeah, in order to have it more precise, more, um, more, more precise. Yes. Um, you also need the, the time of the birth. Mm-hmm. Like I asked you earlier, because I needed your chart <laughs> and I didn't remember the exact time. So yes. Um, which I know, but like, I, I know that like, if you're doing, like, if you want to do a celebrity or, or something, I know it's not always available mm-hmm. <laughs> to some people because you don't know, like, well, I mean, I feel really like weird. that's a very intimate thing to know about someone. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. It is because it's it gets like very, very like it, it gives you like a precise picture of someone mm-hmm. when you have the um, the hour of birth as well mm-hmm. in a natal chart. Because um, otherwise, you you can do one if you don't if you don't um, have the hour of birth and stuff. You can do it. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not going to be as precise. You're not. Uh, you're just you're not gonna have the um, the ascendant or rising sign and um, the house the house displacements as well. So okay, and those are very telling. I think like personally, I think they're very important in knowing like mm-hmm. a birth chart or yeah, yeah details about it. Okay. Um, now, what can we find in a birth chart? Information about your birth. Yes, that is a very simplest answer you can you can give yeah um so you will need a list of each planet in order from sun to pluto accompanied by the zodiac that falls into that planet the zodiacs that are associated with the planets are personalized to an individual at time of birth and geolocation plus the time zone as well okay does that make sense it does okay the chart also contains the house in which each of the signs, yeah, each of the signs falls into. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's say you have like your, like, for instance, you have your son in Capricorn. Is that because that's my, that's like my overall sign? Because I was born in January. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's the same thing with specific degrees as well. It's related to the planet at time of birth, so it's very personalized like I said, but only if you have the time of birth. Okay. So let's take Megan's chart, for example. I'm excited to see what this is. Right? If I read the first row, Megan's son is under Capricorn, like we just said, Mm -hmm. which is placed in the first house at 21 degrees. So what does that mean? I will tell you only at the end of the podcast. shoot. Yeah, like I like I just wrote. I will interpret it later. But let's say that now it serves an expl- it serves as an explanation of how each planets and signs are laid off in a chart. Okay. So all of them are just like laid off that way. It's mm-hmm. just you're gonna have like the um, the planet and then the sign and then the degree. Okay. That you're all of this that the 
sign isn't sorry i'm <laughs> i'm quite lo- i'm already lost see okay but here's the thing if you're lost imagine how i'm gonna feel no i'm not it's just like i'm not lost i was just like i i'm, I'm lost for words of uh, how to like put it simply because like i have the image i'm i'm a very visual person so like i have the image in my head mm-hmm. but i'm just like put it in into words it's, it's hard so much more mm-hmm. complicated but yeah okay for someone who doesn't or who never like I, i'm trying to explain like the the best way that i can for someone who never seen that before mm-hmm. but yeah it will make sense if you already Perfect. did it in your life so yeah so we mentioned uh we mentioned each planet's significance in the last episode but i'm gonna pass on that one as we are limited in our time mm-hmm. because i have a lot of stuff to say tonight tonight today whatever when whenever you, you listen to this yeah Sorry, it's the night for us right now. So for us, would, it is night. For us, it is the night. It is the <laughs> night, which would explain the, night. the manic energy. But we digress. <laughs> Please continue. Okay. So yeah, I just want to go over again the um, house's significance. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I did it last week, but it's very relevant to this podcast as we are talking about bird charts today. The first house is the self, so personality and appearance. Second house is money and possessions or sense of self-worth. Um, third house is communication. Fourth house is about childhood and home, family, home life, etc. Fifth house is about creativity and pursuit of pleasure. It could be love affairs as well. <laughs> Um, sixth house is about performing work and health. Um, seventh house is one-to-one relationships. So, um, in love, business, uh, friendships, partnerships, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighth house is about healing and transformation. Ninth house is about higher mind and sp- spirituality. Sorry. Tenth house is about social status and prestige like professional career. 11th house is about networking, societal impression. And finally, 12th house is about the subconscious. All right. I tried to like go very quick. It's like, you can find more information mm-hmm. if you Google it, because there's a lot to say on each of them. But I, mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff to say tonight. That's so okay. I'm just like, yeah. Um, some placement that I haven't mentioned yet in the last episodes are... Lilith or Black Moon Lilith. Um, it. Uh, do you want to think? Do you want? Do you want to take a guess of what that is? I'm honestly scared. Because it's, it's not. A, it's not. A, yeah, it's not a planet. You know. So like. No, but I mean, of... Lilith to me mm-hmm. is a figure from Christianity. Yeah. So I don't know if that would correlate to this or not. Do you want to take a guess? Okay. Well, so for me, Lilith is Adam's first wife who was cast out of the garden. And she's kind of seen as this not figure of evil, but like she's not good. She's not, she's not seen as good. So I would mm-hmm. guess that the Lilith is not necessarily something good. I wish it was, but I don't know. You're yeah. You're kind of, yeah, <laughs> kind of close to it. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, yes and no, but Yeah. It represents our darker side, deeper nature okay. that might be repressed or buried. So. Okay, yeah, because Adam tried to wipe Lilith's existence off of the face of the planet. So, yeah, okay, that makes sense. 
So it's like our personal villain hidden from society. Ooh, our villain origin. Because we story. all have like that villain, right? Mm -hmm. Inside of us. Mm -hmm. So it's like that thing buried inside of us that we don't show to society. Mm -hmm. Um all right, so this is one that I haven't mentioned in the last episode because uh because we We ran we, out of time. Yeah. Um, and also now we're talking about charts today. Mm -hmm. So it's very relevant because uh, we all have a Lilith in uh, some placement in our chart. So we also have another thing that I haven't mentioned yet is the MC, which is the midheaven sign or medium coeli in Latin, which translates to middle in the sky. You know what I hate about all of this is that you said MC and I was like, ooh, master of ceremony. And then you said it in Latin. <laughs> and my dumb ass just went, ooh, can I translate that? I feel like I remember that I can translate that. And then you you said it and I was like, ah, fuck, I did translate that. And now I'm having flashbacks to my Latin classes. Oh, wow. So good memories, eh? It's just the genitive <laughs> and the nominative, they just get you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so middle of the sky medium coeli it's also by all means the point in your natal chart that showcases your professional success and public mm -hmm. image and the mc is associated with the ascendant and or rising sign because like you can call it whatever you want it's the same thing ascendant or rising so sign would that be associated with my capricorn or is that my sun sign? Okay, sorry. I, okay, I will let you go through it. No, because your rising sign is it's not, not my sun sign. Your rising sign is not your sun okay. sign. No, it's another. Yeah, it's another sign. Um, um, so yeah, so it's very fo it's a very focal point to look mm -hmm. at into your chart as it can determine your professional life. Okay. Well, I think it's very focal <laughs> because I, I I'm very. Um, I'm uh, very attracted to my uh, career, so <laughs> I don't know. How to say You're very that. career oriented. Very That's what you were looking for. Standard, yeah. So I can't speak I love it. I'm going to keep that so in, tired. just so you know. Okay, mm -hmm. keep it in because I, I'm just very tired, so I, I'm uh, less forward. Mm -hmm. Um, and okay, so the last thing that I haven't mentioned yet uh, is the North Node and the South mm -hmm. Node. As it says, north node and south nodes represent each sides of the lunar nodes, um, which makes kind of sense because you have the north and you have the south. Do you have an east and west too, <laughs> or just a north and south? No, it's just north okay. and south. I'm sorry. <laughs> they are commonly known as nodes of fate, mm -hmm. uh, which represent the spiritual path we have taken in a past life and the one we're taking in this current lifetime as well. Okay. It's like our... It's basically like your higher mission in life mm. on earth or in life, I would say in life, okay. if you will, or like our destiny. Oh, that's a big word. I know. Okay. I know. The concept that life will bring lessons into your life that are going to be related to your nodes mission. Okay. So um, just to be clear, north node is the current life path that we're on and the south node is the past life's path mm -hmm. okay so yeah um and i just wanted to quote um astro cafe on that because i i like i 
I thought it was really nice because some people are just like, you know what, like it's absolutely ethereal. So I'm like, listen, you have the choice to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You can believe whatever you want. So yeah, I really like the quotes um, from them, which is whether or not we consciously work on these lessons, events in our lives are likely to force us to confront them. Okay. Yeah. So like, basically like even unconsciously you're going to be faced with challenges in your life that are supposed to be related to, to that. Okay. Um, if we take Megan's chart, for I, example, I, I, again, because I love her chart, her North node is in Sagittarius. Okay. Uh, which means that our South node is in Gemini. Uh, and how it works is this North node is always indicated in your birth chart, mm-hmm. but not the South. Uh, and that's because whatever is the sign that your North node falls into your South node node, sorry, is always going to be the opposite of that sign. Okay. Because you know, there's polarity in yes. the, um, in the Zodiacs, right? So yeah. So um, it's always going to be the opposite of that and the opposite of um, Sagittarius is Gemini. So there you go. You're in nor- what's the, North node. So. What's the opposite of Capricorn? If you say Libra, I swear to God. No, it's not. <laughs> it's Cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but yours in like yours is in Sagittarius. So therefore, no, I know. But I was just thinking because, like, if the opposite of Gemini, or if the opposite of Sagittarius is Gemini, what is the opposite of Capricorn? It's just a curious question. Oh, okay. Well, see, I like I have them noted, so I can I can. The fact that you came up, like that, you right away do what it was. Very impressive. Good job. (laughs) No, actually, I have it written in front of me. But yeah, sure. Just take it. (laughs) So. So yeah, so the opposite signs or the polarity of Sagittarius is Gemini. Like I said, Aries is Libra, Taurus is Scorpio, Cancer is Capricorn, Virgo is Pisces, and Aquarius is Leo. Okay. So that's how it goes for the people out there that have different zodiac signs than us. <laughs> they, they now know. <laughs> um, and like I said, like all of this is found on what we call a tropical wheel. And no, it has nothing to do with vacation, sadly. I was going to say. As we are going, yeah, as we are kind of maybe ending winter in Canada. Don't jinx it, don't jinx it. Yeah, it's just, I, that's, that's why I said maybe ending because I know that like. We're crossing our fingers. Surprises are always ahead in in March, especially. We always have a big snowstorm in April. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yay, just, Canada. Just when, yeah, just when you think you're just like, yay, spring. It's like, no, no there's more snow. Surprise. Like, okay. mm-hmm. So, yeah, another country. It's awesome. <laughs> Back to astrology. If you would like to know the polarity of your sign and what it represents, you can easily find a wheel on Google or any astrology website. Uh, but yes, to come back to Megan's chart as well, mm-hmm. our North Node falls into Sagittarius and our spiritual purpose is, and I quote, is calling you to travel and share your wisdom with people outside of your local city, which is pretty much what you're doing with this podcast, isn't it? I mean, yes, in a way. Sure. You're teaching wisdom. You're teaching wisdom to people that are outside your local city. That I can see I mean, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, true. 
But my local city changes every couple of years, so who knows? So you can still say you don't believe in this, but I think it's a pretty cool life calling. Oh, 100%. Of 100%. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was such a patronizing little laugh! Right, so even if I don't believe in it, I know that you believe in it, and you believe that this is my life's calling. So as long as I have one person that believes in me, that's all I need. Oh my god, okay. Do you want to know what my north note is? Sure, <laughs> I wrote please. it down for no reason. Please. It's Aquarius. And it's being, um, it's basically being humanitarian. Humanitarian? Yeah, that word. Focusing energies on being uh, an inventor. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> just, Wait, like, this is beautiful. this is your past life or your current life? No, my current life. This is my north node. I'm confused. This is my mission, and I'm just like, how I don't, I don't huh. know. Oh, it says creating and connecting with people. That that's I like. true. Okay, that, okay. that's I fair. That. Okay. But being an inventor, like seriously? I mean, you are an artist. Yeah, Albert Einstein was uh was an Aquarius North Node. Did you know? Did you I did know? <laughs> I did not, but now I do. Um who's wait, Angelina Jolie is a Sagittarius uh, North Node like you. Hmm. And Leonardo DiCaprio as well. Ah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, you're as cool as Leo. The actor not the sign. <laughs> the actor not the sign. Oh two two putty jokes. Oh. Good job. I know. I'm. I'm just very good job. <laughs> oh my god! I, like I feel like a dad tonight. Oh my god! This is the kind of jokes that I'm making. I feel. It's the kind of jokes I deal with on a daily basis. That must be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. I appreciate your jokes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. So we're getting really close to the end of today's podcast, and I would love, love, love to analyze a part of Megan's chart. And to do so, I will take our big three, as uh, we call it. Do you know what the big three is? I mean, I'm assuming one of them is Capricorn. That's my sun sign. Yeah. But you were talking about a rising sign earlier, so I'm guessing that's mm-hmm. another one. And mm-hmm. then there's a third one that is a complete mystery to me. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? That's, that's Oh, wait. Good. If you have a rising sign, do you have a... What's the opposite of rising? Declining? Falling? Descendant? Oh, yeah, that that makes more sense than That's falling. That's not applicable on that oh. thing. Okay, well, then I don't know. But you were really cl- – like, you had you had two out of three, so that's really good. So two the out big of three th- ain't bad. So the big three is um, what a lot of people would call the most important planet signs in a chart, and that is the sun, the moon, and the rising sign. I feel like the moon should have been obvious. I should have known that. It's Okay. Because I, I, I remember t- telling you once that we had the same moon. So it was just like, hey, we're both like... Anyway. Um, so It clearly sticks. Yeah. So personally, I think that the whole chart is just as important because I think that all the elements are really, really important in, um, mm-hmm. in knowing more about your personality or whatever. Uh, but we don't have time for that, so... Mm-hmm. Your sun sign is uh, Capricorn in first house at 21 degree. Right. So I'm going to reiterate my question from earlier. What does that mean? I will tell you. Okay. So Capricorns are ambitious, persistent, and pragmatic. 
they have long time goals and they are big achievers. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, Capricorn falling into the first house will be, and I quote, practical and turn to material issues and goals in life they feel like they have to achieve. Can you remind me what the first house is? Because I forgot. <laughs> it's about the self. Oh, okay. So it's really good. It's because like you're focused on your goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also a very interesting thing. Like I did not go over the degrees a lot today mm-hmm. because they are very quite complex to um, to understand and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you guys enjoyed this podcast, I can do a third one later on this uh, season. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to. If not, I'm just going to keep it to myself. <laughs> But yeah, I think like it was really interesting because when I when I was researching, I, I found that um, 20, 21 degrees about scholarship. Oh, wow. Uh, and yeah. And one who accomplishes much as far as far reach goals. So I was just like, it's really cool because, you know, knowing you, uh-huh. you did a lot of school so i was just <laughs> i'm literally staring at my two diplomas right now right, right. and i'm like mm, i wonder whenever i'll get to use you <laughs> oh my god but i was just like it's very relevant to you because you That's i fair. know like mm-hmm. you uh you studied a lot you did your master mm-hmm. uh masters master masters mm-hmm. yeah masters that's what mm-hmm. that's what i said that <laughs> is a hundred percent what you said Yeah. So I was just like, that's really cool. 21 degrees about scholarship. So yeah, I was just like, that's nice. That's really cool. So that's what astrology is. It's little gems of stuff. Okay. Now on to your moon sign. Okay. Um, your moon is in Virgo in the eighth house at two degree. Do you okay. want to ask a question? I... What does, it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? I mean that, and you're gonna have to repeat every house because I know you said it last time. You said it at the beginning of this podcast, but obviously I wasn't taking notes today because I'm dumb, dumb. But you're gonna have to repeat what all the houses mean. It's okay. So I'll I'll start with um, your moon sign first. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, like I'll go like in order of mm-hmm. how I said it. So the moon sign is about the inner emotions. Virgo moon placement is, and I quote again, satisfied by logic, organization, and structure. They excel in creating comprehensive, dynamic systems for themselves and also for others. You should tell my partner that. Mm -hmm. I I think it makes sense with how you laugh. Yes, definitely. And as you asked... The eighth house is about transformation, but also about inheritance, will and legacies, joint resources, um, and also like a spouse's money or stuff like that. So it's about like, it's about like managing, like it's about managing like your spouse's money and managing like a lot of things. So being a household manager. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I did not come here to be attacked. Okay, I was. You know what? I'm just reading what I researched on. I did not like. Mm-hmm. I did not invent this. Um, and the second degree, uh, yeah, because like uh, you're, it's it's in the second degree. So the second degree is linked to naturally funny people. And see, that's exactly where I stopped believing in it because I don't I really don't. Oh, think God. 
funny. I don't care if other people think I'm funny. No, you're funny. You're funny. I was just I was just joking. I was just like, it's a very lousy joke to make. Dad joke number three of the evening. I'm going to keep a tally. Um, yeah. All right. So I have like no idea how to put like all these, like, cause I, like, I, I just told like every separate elements, mm-hmm. but I like, honestly, I have no idea how to put that together as an, like as a whole thing. But, um, I mean, for your moon sign, mm-hmm. but listen, I tried. Okay. I am not an astrologer. Okay. That is so, good. That's all we can ask. Yeah. So, um, that being said, let's uh, jump into your midheaven or your medium coelli. <laughs> Yay! So your midheaven or rising sign mm-hmm. is also Capricorn in first house again at seven degree. Okay, so the same thing as the start as the sun sign, but the degree is different. Yeah. Okay, so what's the first house again? Self, the self. Self. Okay. Yeah, the first house is about the self. So here, midheaven is pretty much the same as the sun, as I said before. But more often than not, the rising sign is stronger over the sun sign. It's it's like a the rising sign is more how you present yourself mm-hmm. in your daily life. So we could say that it makes it very official about your character as a person. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So a big achiever and stuff, right? Sure. Um, seven degree is also about natural beauty, people that dress as nice and is associated as well with naturally funny people. See, I really don't understand this chart. <laughs> I mean, my mom's a stylist. You've been putting out the jokes nonstop tonight. So obviously I'm surrounded by funny people. Um you know what? Sure. I this is very complimentary. I was, I yes. Was, no, I was I was kidding about the it was about a funny thing. I was just like keep going. Just keep at going. It. I'm, I'm kidding. I love you. You <laughs> ravishing hilarious bunch. Oh wow. No, you know I love you. I'm, but yeah, no, it was just like it's really cool. And it, it's it's true. You are very naturally funny. I mean, I like to think so, but sometimes my jokes land very flat. It depends on my audience. My family do not think I'm funny at all. My friends, my partner, yes. Family? I think you're hilarious. Thank you. Okay. Am I one of your best audience yet? Yes. I keep laughing at everything you say. Yes, it's fucking delightful. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. All right, guys. So... That's pretty much what concludes today's episode. Did you learn anything new today, Megan? <laughs> I mean, I have to say, and I think you are a delightful teacher because last last week or last episode, I did not understand most of this. And it's very <laughs> confusing and very complicated. And I went to bed that night and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have nightmares about this. But today... I was like, okay, okay. I actually retained a lot more information than I thought. And Ooh. I understood what you were saying and where you were coming from. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And then the the, the birth chart. I mean, I understand it's my birth chart, but, like, I did not need to be attacked like that. Um, <laughs> but, no, I think it's very interesting because, like, obviously – you give and you take and like it's with anything else in life like if you want to believe in it yeah. you will and you'll find ways to relate to it mm-hmm. um do i think i'm a stereotypical capricorn i don't know i don't know about it i know you think i am and especially with these two signs sure i am 
ambitious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am yeah. stubborn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think it's really fun to know. And I'll be like, whenever I see stuff like this, like usually I wouldn't click on it or anything, but now I'll be like, ooh, I wonder if I can understand it now. Like I'll click on it. There you go. I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Yeah. I'm excited for you to be like, sending me stuff about your sign i'll be texting you i'll be like what does this mean what does this mean can you please explain it and you'll be like oh fuck i so regret teaching her all about this Mm. (laughs) and astrology jokes as well inside like we're gonna have astrology jokes as well oh my god you're gonna be like oh my god you're such a libra and i'm gonna be you're such a capricorn you say that already (laughs) but now i'll understand it yeah exactly you know what what it means now it's progress or progress yeah So hope that you guys learned something today or that you simply just enjoyed it. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We absolutely appreciate it. And if you have any questions about today's episode, DM us. You can find us on social medias at The Babble Room. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Please feel free to leave us a nice review on Spotify if you feel so inclined. It really helps get our podcast out there. And we can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.